let's do another uh, brush pass bonus episode. Uh, this this time around, we're going to talk about the the new movie. It's Chinese film Cliff Walkers uh, from that one super famous director uh, Zhang Yimou. I'm not uh, sure if that's pronounced correctly, but the guy that did Hero, the guy that did Hero, <laughs> as Dave. Oh, he, that's like constantly the one thing he wants you to know about this director. Um, I'm gonna skip. I'm gonna, I'm gonna skip news items this time around, uh, partially because I know it's late. You got work in the morning. I don't want to keep you up too long. And also, there's really not that much. Um, just just some rumored stuff that's not gonna come for a really long time. So we'll tell you about it next time. Um, yeah. So we're just going right into Cliff Walkers, I guess. I'm going to start with my first note, which was the costuming seemed, I mean, it obviously had to have been really intentional that everyone, all the spies are dressed like spies. (laughs) Yeah. Um, It was tough at the beginning to pick everybody out, like who was on team protagonist and who was on team antagonist, because it started out in like heavy snow. So they were in these giant furry uh you know dressed for cold mm-hmm. type of stuff so that train scene uh we were both talking out after the movie it was like really hard to tell who was you know other than the women because the only women were on well there was the one lady that was on team antagonist but let she me, didn't show yeah. until later let me let me build this out a little more yeah um yeah i mean it's a it's a chinese cast which especially in a, a film with a big cast and this one does have a big complicated cast um, I suppose if you're not Chinese, it can be a little harder than usual to, uh, you know, differentiate between people. Right. Um, there are, and then the, I mean, the movie, like by dressing everyone exactly the same, practically in like black <laughs> leather coats and black fedoras, right. uh, you know, we're we're getting removed to the possibility of, you know, kind of helping keep track of people based on like what they wear or something. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you're right. The it also doesn't exactly help that when we're introduced to four of our really important characters at the very beginning, uh their faces are mostly obscured by big heavy snow hoods. Right. <laughs> and scarves and furry hats and yeah. <laughs> right. I did like the snow though. I think as far as, well, one thing I wanted to say was the action in this film was super legit and very brutal. But uh, that opening scene in the snow, I I liked the use of the snow for like cover or disorientating vision or just really hammering home how difficult a mission this was to like land after parachuting into like thick snow and then spot like spies that are like working against you immediately. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I I liked the opening scene quite a bit. Right, story wise, that we can say. Well, I mean, we're following four. Basically, we're following four people that have gotten some training in Moscow back into Japanese occupied China. Yeah, uh, this is like kind of a precursor to World War Two. Uh, a lot of uh, Disturbing and interesting history about a lot of this, but uh, Japan had installed kind of like a puppet government and they had created these death camps. And I guess the main mission is for these four agents who were trained by Russia 
to get one guy out of China across the border who had escaped one of the death camps to to bring it out in an international news that Japan was doing this in China. Oh, okay. Did you get that from the movie? Because I didn't get that from the movie. I, I did, uh, but I also read it ahead of time. So okay. when I saw it in the film, I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, I felt they didn't really t- discuss their the core mission they were on very much at all. Right. But it was also not actually, as it turned out, kind of like central to the plot. The plot was more about the complications that come along the way. The four people, they get split into two pairs. Two, let's just say, let's see, what do I want to say this without spoiling? I want to say some peop, some good guys uh, sometimes find their other good guy friends who don't always turn out to be good guys. Sometimes they're actually bad guys, but sometimes in that group of bad guys, there is actually a secret good guy. And meanwhile, the bad guys are also, some of the bad guys are uh, making arrangements amongst each other secretly to try to figure out amongst themselves, like who the good guy in their bad guy crew is. Yeah, it was very intricate and complicated, but I didn't feel like confused. I I felt like it was kind of really well played out to where you kind of were along for the ride, even though it was heavily complicated. I think the only confusion was trying to figure out uh, who we were looking at just because um, like you had said, they were all in similar costuming. Right. uh, Like at the beginning, it was really tough to figure out who was on team protagonist and who was on team antagonist. Um, But other than that, I think the, the complicated, you know, uh, head game that's going on and the, and the trade craft was like nonstop from beginning to end. And uh, I, I don't know about you, but I was just digging all of the little trade craft, like way too much to talk about too. Like it was, it was just like over and over. And then overlying that there's like the head game werewolf game that's going on between, you know, the, the, uh, the, the installed government by Japan trying to suss out, who the Russian agents are and the Russian agents trying to suss out who, whether or not they can trust these people. Um, I, I really enjoyed a lot of that. I thought, well, I mean, you know, my general, you know, my general uh, review of the film for myself is that I really enjoyed the parts I understood tradecraft wise. I did feel like there were occasionally like loose threads or they would, I don't know. I felt like they would agree to do one thing, but then they would not do it and they would do something else. I felt like happened a couple times. Uh-huh. And um and yeah, and the this there's a there's a complicate, you know, they need to okay. So it's definitely made clear like the Chinese security is really good. Um or the Japanese security and that you know, you have to be, you have to go through, it's not just like in a usual movie, like where just a, a passcode is enough to guarantee that you guys are both talking the same language because code phrases are getting compromised like left and right. Right. Um, and uh, the the bad guys are beating information out of prisoners and and stuff like that. So 
then there was a co so I guess like what I'm trying to say is the the thing with the code book that they had that some of them were carrying and then there was another copy they needed to get from a bookstore um the code like little flourishes of stuff that happened surrounding the code book made sense to me but overall I didn't understand the significance of it um what I think that was like their well with the bookstore thing they were trying to find one of the Russian agents who was going to pick up the book from the bookstore? Uh, they couldn't crack the code because it was like Russian made, but in Chinese, I think, and only the agents would be able to decipher it. So I think they they were watching a bookstore plant of the code book to try and figure out who would pick it up. Yeah, yeah. So like I'm saying, like that flourish, I I get that. That's that's great, but the significance to our good guys of the code book and how it works and how it's going to help them accomplish their mission. That part uh, went over my head. There's, there's significant pieces that, uh, that went over my head. Every time the movie fell into a groove though, I, you know, um, where like pieces were locking together and I could actually kind of see what was happening were a lot better for me. I think it was about, I don't know. It's like end of act one ish is when I was at the height of my confusion. And then in act two, when things actually kind of start having some pieces that we get to see the resolution because people aren't explaining really what they're trying to do. We're just watching it happen. So in the first part where they're kind of getting thwarted, I wasn't under in, in making progress. I wasn't understanding what was, thwarting them what was stopping them from making progress it's only in parts of the film where like somebody tried something and you actually saw a tangible result come out of it that uh-huh. i was like oh goody yes i love it are you talking about like the train scene because that that definitely was a little confusing as to like who who was who and what was going on and why they had to split and how they figured things out um i did like the, the little code that he etched in on the dirt on the wall and then got changed by the, the, the drunk guy that was a plant, I, I think was kind of clever. But most of the train scene was a little confusing at the beginning. Yeah, is that, yeah. Is yeah. that what you're talking about, when they were getting thwarted? Um, well, yeah, sort sort of. But, like, I got it at the by the – by the train scene, you know, when I figured out, like, oh, there's not only... Well, okay, first of all, because remember, they split up yeah. in, the, in the woods. And then we just see them all on... They're, they're all on the train together in the same car all of a sudden. Now, they're all sitting in different seats. So right. since I never saw them group up again, it took me quite a while to realize that that was all four of them on the same train... Meanwhile, I was also watching these other characters that were, you know, non-verbally getting introduced to. We're just seeing that they're they're watching, they're looking around. Who are they looking at and why? Right. And for a while for me to figure out that uh, some of those people were bad guys and that some of the other people were good guys. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, it took me a while to figure out that uh, 
the mole fighting for team protagonist uh, was the same guy in uniform. It was tough to distinguish him, but like when he was wearing his fedora, I was like, oh, it's that guy. And he kind of revealed himself. But yeah, at the beginning, it was it was a little confusing, but I I, I, I like that in, you know, some spy films where you got to try and figure out what's going on. But it, it was a little confusing at the beginning. Um, one of the things I did really like, though, was a lot of the subtext, you know, like where they had to say certain things to keep themselves like like in the green, I guess is how you would describe it. You know, like with the main mole, he would say specific things to make it look like he's not the mole. And then, and then, still kind of like lead into something else to have things play out the way he needed to. That was fun to watch. Yeah, I'm trying to think of because yeah, I guess all my favorite parts of the movie are really stuff I really can't can't describe. Right. Necessarily. There, <laughs> there is there is a really really juicy which cup has got the poison in it kind of game that gets played. That was I think one of the highlights. Mm-hmm. That was um, fun. I really, really, really liked our head bad guy. He has this. He has this implacable. I mean, it's it's so he's doing. It's so micro acting what he's doing, but his yeah. face is almost almost expressionless. But it just seems like in every moment he's just like, uh, I don't know. There's something about his his presence that all information that's coming like into his sphere. He's just sucking it in through his eyes. Just, just just like this, (laughs) this vacuum cleaner of, of, you know, pulling everything in and, and making his calculations. Um, Yeah. That was a really good performance. You know, it's hard not to root for the little girl. It's also, that's one of our four uh, protagonists. It's also kind of, I, I guess I, I would have maybe liked, I would have liked it if somebody had explained why she's on the mission. Oh, well it was cause she could memory. She had like photographic memory or something. Cause when uh, the one dude was like showing her the note and he was like, did you get it? She was like, yeah, that's my skill. That's why I was selected for the mission. I mean, it was like one line, you know, but uh, it, it, that was about it. Right, certainly. Because she seemed like a rookie at the beginning, you know, and and it's just kind of following protocol. But yeah, you're you're right. Like it was it was it was it was a little vague. Um. Yeah, I don't know. You got anything else? No, I don't want to spoil anything. Uh, I mean, there's really no twist, quote unquote. But uh, even though you're kind of along for the ride it's really intense um and i was kind of on the edge of my seat like watching everything and um there's like some pretty emotional moments uh but you know like i had said the 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 trade craft is like non-stop from start to finish so definitely would recommend it and i i don't know i think we should add this to our list at some point oh sure yeah yeah yeah, everything everything goes on the list um i don't think i can recommend it as a highly as a theater experience although like it was gore- it was gorgeous um for me and and especially if you're not super great at uh face face identification uh it you could have a problem with this one um i i think i would have liked it 
more uh, waiting for it to come out on video where I could pause it and say, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> so that's, uh, that's that, I guess. No, no, yeah. no. What's coming down the pike? Uh, next thing you're going to hear on our main channel is our guest appearance on the Let's Rewatch podcast. Uh, where, where we watched talk- Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. Yes. That was a lot of fun. I had fun on that one. It was a lot of fun. Uh, I'm glad we did it with them, too, because there was not enough spy stuff to make uh, a regular show here out of that. And, uh, oh, following that, uh, The Man Who Knew... No, 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 no. I keep screwing that up. The Man from Uncle. Yeah. The 1964 television series. We're going to talk about that. Yeah. Uh, and our Let's Rewatch is coming out this week, right? Oh, yeah. just It's it's just in a few days, I think. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Or Thursday. They, they have a slightly different release schedule, I think. So I think it's coming out Friday morning. Oh, okay. Sounds good. All right. Look for it. Well, tune in for that. All right. Catch you later, Dave. Lates.